Hello and welcome to the Gridiron Crew, an NFL podcast made in Scotland by NFL lovers. You're listening and watching to the Preview Crew. I'm your host, Keith McGinty, and this week I'm joined by a championship winning lineup of our finest crew members. So as we look ahead to the championship matches for the AFC and the NFC, starting with Craig Smith. Craig, how are we tonight? How are we doing, Keith? I'm good, mate. Good. Excited for uh, the weekend ahead. Championship weekend. Big, big games. Uh, penultimate games before the big dance uh, Super Bowl. So, can't wait to talk to you boys about what are going to be two absolutely brilliant games. It's going to be class. So, i looking forward to it, bud. Fantastic, fantastic. We're also joined by Liam. Liam, how are you this evening? I'm well, thanks. Thanks, Keith. Um, as Craig was saying, it's going to be a, a fun weekend ahead. Um Got to, got to think it's a, the best the best last four teams, you think, really? Absolutely is. And, and you, Craig, and I, our, our, our dates didn't get invited to this dance, but one man whose team <laughs> did is uh, the true king of the north. It's Big Stu. Stu, your Bengal boys are, are ready, getting dolled up, getting their fake tan on for the party this weekend. You looking forward to it? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, I'm absolutely delighted to see them back in the, the AFC Championship game again, two years in the trot. I can't really believe it. Like uh, after years of not being able to make it out the first round of the playoffs, or not even qualifying for the playoffs for most of the first part of my my life supporting the Bengals. So, yeah, I'm just enjoying it while I can. Fantastic, and we're going to get torn into that. But first of all, we're going to get started with our kickoff question. So this week, the NFL honors were announced. Um, this is where at the end of the season. It's a chance to give the awards out to. Most valuable players, rookies, um, coaches, just a chance to have a wee retrospect and have a wee look. It's something that we'll probably do ourselves in the Gridiron Crew. We've got our own awards that we'll have to come up with um, with our own wee slant on that. I'm sure that I'm sure we'll be able to put our creative juices to that and get some interesting um, ones. If you yourself, dear listener, have any of uh, your own suggestions, we'd love to hear from you. Tweet us at Gridiron Crew your suggestions for the the crew's um, retrospective um, awards ceremony at the end of the year. So we'll get we'll get started into that. Looking at it, this is um am I right in saying this is from the Associated Press that's changed this year. They had to send in their top five for each category and then they quantified all the the, the choices that they made and came up with the the, the suggestions there. So looking ahead there, you've got the most valuable player. That was the one. I don't think there was any real surprises in there. Josh Allen uh, from the Bills. Joe Burrow from the Bengals. Jalen Hurts from the Eagles. Justin Jefferson from the Vikings. The only wide receiver on the list. And Patrick Mahomes. Any surprises there at all, gentlemen? Um, Jefferson, JJ, who's had an incredible year. And Craig, I'll come to you first for that. Surprised that we're getting a wide receiver and not Captain Kirk in there. <laughs> I, I think the biggest surprise is that uh, Patrick Mahomes, obviously, he didn't get the memo that your name has to begin with a J to be nominated for MVP. <laughs> get all the J's in there. You're Josh Allen, Joey Burrow, Jalen Hurts, Justin <laughs> Jefferson, and then Patrick Mahomes, who will probably win it. I mean, he, he probably will come out as, as, as MVP because even on, you know, as he hops around on potentially one foot this weekend, he'll still find a way to, to do what he normally does. Um but yeah, delighted to see Jefferson getting a mention. He's been fantastic, yeah, our standout player this year. So yeah, nice to see him in the MVP 
candidate, but yeah, I, I think he'll probably more likely get the, the maybe the offensive player of the year rather than MVP. Uh, I think the, certainly guys like Mahomes making a, a deep run in the playoffs. These are the kind of guys that are more deserving of it. So, but yeah, nice to see him in there. Anyway, a bit of recognition. But the, the others, not entirely surprising. Certainly, you know, the, the QBs that we're about to watch and discuss in great detail this uh, coming weekend. Uh, there's yeah, pl- plenty of potential candidates for, for MVP and those guys. It's interesting um, that we've got the that wide receiver in there, especially after that, remember that catch earlier on in the season. It was just utterly incredible how he, he managed to come down with it from grasping it from the the cornerback's grasp, it was I had no incredible. right to catch it whatsoever. Absolutely <laughs> none. And the the Vikes, of course, been involved in very memorable tight games. So yeah, I think it's well deserved that he's been there. Stuart, what about yourself? Happy to see Joe Burrow in there. Uh, absolutely delighted to see him in there. I mean, I think he, from what we've seen of him in the last couple of years, and even in the the first year when he, you know up until he got the knee injury. He showed that he probably is a guy that will end up in the conversations most years, uh, more often than not. Um, I will say, though, that I don't think this is his year to win it as much as I would love him to. I would say that, yeah, you've got guys like Mahomes, who even on one leg is going to be pretty spectacular this weekend, I imagine. But yeah, you look at that guy, he's carried, well, maybe not carried the Chiefs, but uh, he's had Kelsey there as well. But he lost his WR1 and he still put up the same kind of numbers that he does every single year. And there's a reason he's won MVP before. So yeah, I'm kind of... Happy Joe Burrow's there. Uh, for me, though, Justin Jefferson is a, a guy that I, I really like seeing him up in there. I, I don't think he's going to win it. Uh, I do think that he's, he's especially deserving of being in that conversation, though, and hopefully he'll get that Offensive Player of the Year award. And um, Smudger, I'm going to let you do this this Ooh. week. Do you remember the statistic of the week? Stutis- yes, this was all about a statistic of the week. Statistic of the week, all about JJ. It was, it was. Hold on, I'm just trying to pull up the numbers here, but unless you've got it, I know hand. the numbers. Well, well, I know the number. There's only one number that matters in this statistic <laughs> of the week. Right? Okay, go for okay. it, Smudger. Take it away. So, so just Justin Jefferson's catches this season on number of catches on first down this season, sixty-nine. Dude, number of catches on second down this season, sixty-nine. Dude, and, and wait for it, wait for it. Number of catches on third down this season, you've guessed it 69. 69, dude. <laughs> that was a great, a great wee story. I see the fair. I tagged you because like Stu's gonna absolutely love that one. <laughs> it's a shame that it went from uh, kind of Bill and Ted's excellent adventure with qualifying for the playoffs to the bogus journey. Bogus journey. <laughs> At the first round there, but no, hats off to Jefferson. Like, what a season kind of thing. That's uh, it's like Randy Moss esque kind of thing. He's, he's been in there, so he's definitely looking like he's going to be a guy that's up there every single year as well. So, we're we're blessed, boys. We're, we're in a kind of I'd say like a top time for the NFL, at least in terms of offense. Absolutely. And Liam, we're looking at the, the other offensive players of the year nominated was Tariq Hill of the Dolphins, Jalen Hurts of the Eagles. Uh, Justin Jefferson, as we said, and Patrick Mahomes. Are you happy for JJ to get that above uh, the Cheetah and Hurts for just how important they've been to their teams? Well, I suppose the Cheetah's done wonders for the Dolphins, really, hasn't he? You're like, start of the season, you've wondered whether 
I move of I move of a location would the would would give you the same results, but I can't really complain being a Dolphins fan what he what he kind of put in there. So, but again, as we we're saying about Justin Jefferson, as much as it pains me to see it from the other side, um, yeah, he is he's impressive to watch, isn't he? You can't really deny that. He, yes. He's always fun to see. So, um, but then also like this was hurts. I think wasn't too long ago. People were still questioning whether Hurts could be the Eagles' number one quarterback long term and. To be, I'd say, offensive in the offensive player of the year mix and also the MVP mix just goes to show you what he's done this season. I think so. I think kudos to him for what he's and I suppose, I suppose coaching, coaching, always coaching, but uh, but aye, he's done pretty well, hasn't he? That was <laughs> <laughs> an absolute juggernaut, so he has been. Um, defensive players of the year we've got Nick Bosa of the 49ers, Chris Jones of the Chiefs, and Micah Parsons of the Cowboys. Do hmm. Tough one there. Nick, not Joey getting it this time. <laughs> Could be fancy for that one. Uh, I mean, for me, like I'm looking at this and the first thing I thought, and I'm going to say it for Brian, because it was the first thing he said as soon as he saw these nominations. As a Browns fan, Brian feels like Miles Garrett has been absolutely snubbed. Because if you go into all the statistics of it, Miles Garrett has had the best season out of all of those defenders that are named there by miles like he just has quality quality of competition what he's been facing the matchups he's had and the performance he's put in this season even with i won't go down brian's conspiracy theory hole of saying oh you know there was a they're, they're holding him all the time and the refs never call it because it's miles garrett he blasts through it anyway um but yeah i would say it's i'm not saying he should have won it because i understand that Part of these awards seems to go from, you know, it goes to guys that play for winning teams. So I understand that's why we're looking at the list that we are. Uh, at the same time, though, yeah, I think Miles Garrett should have at least made made the list. But I'm sure he'll be at home uh, crying into his, his millions of dollars <laughs> while he's eating his porridge or whatever in the morning. So I'm not sure he'll really be caring all that much. Um, but yeah, Bosa, he's been fantastic this year. So for me, he's the kind of standout one of that bunch. I think for Miles Garrett though, was it not his teammate was saying that he was getting the preferential treatment for the for who he was up against? Clowny, so maybe yeah. that's yeah, that's maybe that's maybe played against them there for, for that one. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see. Let's have a look at the rookies then. We've got the offensive rookies of the year, Brock Purdy, of course. Uh, yes. Kenneth Walker, the third <laughs> from the Seahawks, and Garrett Wilson at the Jets as wide receiver. Craig, who you who do you fancy for that one then? Oh, he's on mute. He's, he's on muted himself. He right. said something so profound there as well. <laughs> We've missed it. So I'm looking at the, the nominations this year, and one thing that jumped out, right? You've got three um, Seahawks players. Katie, you'll like this, right? I'm showing a wee bit of Seahawks stuff here, right? you get got Kenneth Walker yeah. third in there, right? Um, some stats on him. Like he's, he's been absolutely terrific. Really glad to see him in there. Um, he was second um, when it came to most 20-plus yard rushes in the NFL this season. Um, only uh, only behind Nick Chubb. And mm. he was he was equal to Derrick Henry uh, with 10. And, yeah, he's also um, statistically, I think, second as fastest ball carrier in the NFL as well. Mm. Guy, the guy's rapid. He's, he's with, with the ball in his hand, he's absolutely rapid. So, I think you've got to give some credit to the Seahawks as an organisation that have won. Well, they've drafted well. Um, they've traded well. They are you know, in a really good position. One thing that did actually stand out from that, and 
like to see what you boys think in particular. You keep this just like from the coaching side of things and, and the yeah. way that the, the Seahawks have been run this year. You've got Gino, he's in there as a comeback player of the year candidate um, as well. I, I, I wonder if maybe uh, the, the Seahawks have been done a wee bit of a disservice not even getting uh, a coach of the year nomination as well, potentially in there. There's, there's another one as well that I definitely need to talk to Stu about as well with coaching nominations, a massive snub, <laughs> which I think needs to be discussed. We'll get yeah, to that. Definitely. After, <laughs> I think with, um, with Walker, the, um, the fact that he's, he's made does not miss Carson, who retired early on the season, um, it's, it's such a big, big credit to him because he didn't start um, the early round of the, the league, he came in a wee bit later on, but when he did, they just shown what a an actual force of nature he can be. Um, but that's only his first year, so I'm really looking forward to, to next year um, from him. Good coaching. Um, defense, Good coaching. Oh, exactly. That's exactly what it is. Have a quick look at defensive rookie of the year. You've got Sauce Gardner, everyone's favourite. Yeah, I love uh, Sauce Gardner. <laughs> yeah, Aiden Hutchison of the Lions and yeah. Tariq. Willen from the Seahawks, Seahawks, another rookie, fantastic, doing great for the, the Seahawks. Uh, yeah, Liam, what absolutely. do you think of, of those three? Are you a big sauce fan for that one? Hutchison? I don't know, I don't know if I'm a sauce fan anymore after his antics at Lambo, you know? So, uh, <laughs> 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 we made some cheese sauce. <laughs> <laughs> no, but, but no seriousness, yeah, I think I think sauce has got to be a shoe in for that one, surely. Um, as much as like as you say, as Craig was alluding to the Seahawks uh, ruling, you could see him flying around the field, and Hutchinson yep. was doing well. But Lions' defense was pretty, pretty forgiving to to offenses all, yeah. all season, really. So, but yeah, Sauce was making some some nice uh, some nice breakups, wasn't he, all season? Yeah, he, he, he kind of came in. It was a revelation at the start, yeah, wasn't he? Sauce. Yeah. Um, yeah, he, he did all the hype at the yeah. at the draft itself. You know, he's got all the bling on. He's yeah. got the, like. Was it kind of blingy ketchup bottle, whatever he had yeah. around his neck and stuff? Yeah, yeah, bottle of sauce. Yeah. Aye. Um, but yeah, he came in and he was definitely, definitely a character, shall we say, isn't he? Aye, exactly. <laughs> and but when you've got guys that are talented like that, you don't mind a wee bit of arrogance, I don't yeah, think. Yeah, he, 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 he owns comes it. With the territory, yeah. Yeah, because yeah. the um, thing is, is he ba- he backed it up because I mean, he, uh, every, yeah. everything he did in college, he's yep. came, he's walked into the NFL and done the exact same thing. And then if you think about like the whole. For years, we talk about how Belichick, like one of his tactics and Brady's as well, is you always target the rookie cornerback or the rookie linebacker when you're throwing the passes because it's like yep. eventually they're going to give you flags, they're going to make mistakes, mm-hmm. they're going to miss a step. Yep. Sauce Gardner just didn't seem to do that. That's playing for the Jets. And their defense is pretty good on the whole, but because um, that's one of their strengths. But Sauce Gardner is a big reason that their defense was so strong this year so I, i'm looking forward to seeing his career you know go from strength to strength and yeah hopefully somehow he can get traded to the bengals i don't know how that would happen <laughs> he was a he was a, a u of cincinnati boy though so i mean you never know yeah. you go for a straight <laughs> for an, an apple for some sauce there right <laughs> <laughs> no i want the two together apple sauce it will be comeback player of the year. I think uh, even Murdo had wrote him off last season. Big Sa- uh, Saquon Barkley right. <laughs> of the Giants. Christian McCaffrey. Oh, I'm telling you, I had him. But the, nah, uh, got the jobby ball and that had the first pick. I was looking forward to getting him. He was going to turn my season around. <laughs> last year, he was just out completely for most of it. The move to the 49ers seems to have done him wonders. Um, and, of course... 
Big Gino. Gino Smith, incredible. It was great to read today that the, they're hoping to get him back um, for next season as well. Um, I think there's uh, an understanding there that he's in the right place if he comes back to Seattle. The, there's people there that believe in him. Pete Carroll's been fantastic for him. You can see we're really starting to build something for the, the next season there. So I'm looking forward to, to that. Um, Coach of the year. Now, this is something where I would think... We'll come to that in a wee moment, right? So you've got Brian <laughs> Dable of the Giants, Sean McDermott of the Bills, Doug Peterson of the Jags, Kyle Shanahan of the 49ers, Nick Sirianni of the Eagles. Liam, who do you think is head and shoulders above all of them there for the the coach of the year? Like there's always the obvious choices in there, like uh, Sean McDermott and stuff. But I, I, I'm kind of leaning Dable for this one. Hmm. I think to what he's done to the Giants... Again, start of the season. I think we talked about this before in the pod. Start of the season, the Giants. You're just thinking, make a slight improvement, maybe you know, get a winning record, and have 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 some build build for the future. But to get into the playoffs, it's it's pretty impressive, really, all round, isn't it? Yeah. For the Giants. So yeah, that'd be my, my pick. They seem to have struggled as well to get consistent wide receivers on the pick uh, on the the park as well, um, but it really have done. S- Wonders there, and I think Saquon coming back has been a, a big factor there. What about yourselves, yeah, yeah. Stu? Anyone stand out there? Uh, yeah, well, let's talk about the actual list first before we do the snub <laughs> that Smudger was alluding to earlier. <laughs> uh, no, I mean, all honesty, I like the list. I, I can see why every single person is on it, and I, I totally get it. Um, I'd maybe take the Bills guy off it, but that's, that's just me. Um, <laughs> no, like... Maybe Dable, like I, I really like, I think I have a lot of time for it. I'd like to see either him win it or um, uh, your man at the Jaguars, uh, Peterson. Yeah, I think when you look at what where the Jaguars were last mm-hmm. season and how, yeah, they've made some changes in the playing staff, obviously huge changes in coaching staff after the whole Urban Meyer debacle. Um, I have to say that I think Peterson might have a good shout at getting it, or at least in my books, I would vote for him going by the yep. people on the list just because of where he took them from. Because, I mean, even earlier this year, they started out, what, were they two and four? Something like that earlier in the season. Oh, and then they, yeah, yep. and they yep. went on that run to make the playoffs, and they looked good. Um, and they're now sitting in a position where going into next season, they can build on that again. So uh, I, I think the Jaguars and Peterson uh, can clap themselves in the back, and they've had a good season. But, yeah, the Giants, uh, I think, exact same kind of reasons. They've went from being a bit of a... Not a tire fire, but they weren't that good last year. But they've made huge mm-hmm. steps this yep. season. So I, I like teams that have went from being pretty crappy to good, <laughs> rather than yeah. hey, here's an excellent team that were already pretty good last year, and now they're you know walking you know walking to the Super Bowl. Yeah, the that, Eagles, not, not to take away from what they've done. Yeah, <laughs> not to take away from the Eagles. Like they're a great team. I just feel like the job done by the Giants and the the Jags is exceptional. Yep. Yeah, the, the culture change, the, the the turnaround of the Jags. Yeah, we, we we've spoken about it plenty of times over the past few pods, and I, I, I'm with doing this one. I, I'd say Doug Peterson for me is probably the person that I would vote for. Um, but I've got to say, if you're Zach Taylor, right? If you're sat in your office at Bengals HQ, you've got to be thinking, hold on a minute here, right? He get he gets denied it last year. By, by Mike Vrabel with the Titans, and we all know how the Titans have fared this year. 
uh, compared to the, the season before. Uh, he's just taken his Bengals team into Buffalo. They've totally outsmarted the Bills. Their own back door. You've still got Sean McDermott in, in the snow. In the snow. <laughs> making snow, in making the snow. snow angels <laughs> in the end zone. To- like I say, totally dominated the Bills. Right? And then he led them to the Super Bowl last season. Here he is again. He's in the AFC Championship game. If he gets, if he gets past the Chiefs and takes them to a second successive Super Bowl, you know, like how is this guy not even in contention? How is he not in the top five <laughs> for coach of the year? Yeah, I mean, I, I will what? say, I will say, Smudger, that probably this week Zach Taylor maybe doesn't care. For precisely the reason you mentioned, <laughs> he's busy getting the team ready to play the Kansas City Chiefs in their back garden, and that's going to be a huge game, which we will get to when we get to the games. But yeah, I think for me as a Bengals fan, I think Zach Taylor should should have won it last year. Um, I would love to have seen him win in, win it this year as well. But at the end of the day, who cares about those awards? Like if we can get to a Super Bowl and maybe win one for once, like that that would be the be all and end all. So. Who that's, gives a crap the about the coaching award? Yeah. yeah, that's that's the award you want at the end of it. You want you want yeah. the Lombardi award. Yes, that's that is exactly <laughs> what you want, and you can hold that up and say, "Get it right, Runye." <laughs> you certainly want to. It's unfortunate to miss out. I've got to say, Pete Carroll, I think, deserves a notable mention. Yeah, maybe not Agreed. unfortunate to miss out because we only had a nine and eight record this season. So it is a, a transition season that we're building something there, but. The guy's been there for what 12 13 years, he, he's doing an, a remarkable job in rebuilding that team yet again. Um, yeah, absolutely. So, With the cards, really it was dealt, yep, definitely an notable mention. And nobody really cares about assistant coach of the year, so Brian, 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 Michael Ryan's and uh, Shane's Deacon. So, best of luck, please. Um, we just want to go, will we go chronological order? Both games are on the Sunday, eight o'clock. Um, UK time, we've got the the NFC matchup between the San Francisco 49ers who are travelling to Philadelphia to face the Eagles. Um, NFC East versus uh, NFC West versus NFC East. Will we start there, gentlemen? Sounds good. Yes, go yeah. for it. Sounds good. Sounds good. Um, some almighty matchups last week. I think the 49ers um, doing the damage to the the Cowboys, which we thought was going to be a lot tighter. Uh, a war of attrition, I think it was, somebody said. Um, it didn't really turn out to be that. It, it just no, I was so wrong. More, <laughs> yeah, so much more comfortable for the 49ers than we, we thought it was going to be. Um, what was the, the main reason for them? They've covered that in the review pod, but who is it we're looking forward to? Who is, who's going to be the, the difference maker? Is it going to be... Again, the quarterback, are we going to be looking at Purdy, who's got a winning record? He's, he's get to, to lose a matchup. Um, or is it the, the structure around him, the fantastic players that we've got around him? Let's start with the 49ers then first. Liam, um, who's going to be key for Kyle Shanahan's side this weekend? I'm going to look at the other side of the ball. I think it's got the, the defence to, to stop Hurts. I think is is going to be the main thing, really. Um, I was kind of looking back there at the... the games through the season. I think this is the first first game since week one where they've had a kind of rushing quarterback they're playing against, where they're against Fields at week one, when mm-hmm. Fields wasn't really being Fields at that time, really. Um, yeah. So it'll be interesting to see how they, they manage that. Um, obviously, they've got stars all around, all around their, their defence, so, and they've got the number one defence in the league, so but it'll be an interesting watch, I think. So Because um, Hurts has just been 
again, he's still, maybe not still 100%. He didn't really rush that much last weekend, I don't think. Um, so it'll be interesting to see if he if they kind of change that a game plan a bit. They kind of did that most of the season. They kind of seem to be one week running loads and then second week passing loads. So it'll be interesting to see what mm-hmm. they do. And think well, they could get AJ Brown the ball after he went in a strop this other, other weekend as well, didn't he? So yes. Is there any any of the defensive players that that stand out to you? Danny and the crew were talking on Monday's recording, which was fantastic. Um, if you've not heard it yet, go have a wee listen to the review crew of the 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 playoff round matches there. Um, Mike McGlinchey was somebody that stood out to them, um, protecting. Uh, Brock Purdy really well. Uh, Nick Bosa as well. Uh, got to write that down. Um, <laughs> doing Bosa things uh, again. Is there anyone else that we should really be looking out for amongst the? The one I've liked uh, all season. I can never say. Defense? I can never. I can never say his name. Those is Hufanga. Is that how you pronounce it? Yeah, yeah. yeah I can't yeah. can say either. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, both both say Talon Hufanga and um, is it Tayshon Gibson? Yeah, they're safety. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, they could, he, he got the interceptions yeah. of the weekend, didn't he? Last yeah. Week. So. yeah, they could be key kind of thing yeah, with facing off, and facing off against them. Um, like for me, what, something I was going to add, like just a little bit of kind of numbers again, whatever on this. Um, where I'm kind of interested to see where this go at, or where it goes is, do you think the Eagles, who have a very good run defence, are going to be able to stop Christian McCaffrey? Yeah. This weekend, because I've just uh, I pulled out some numbers here uh, on my phone while I'm talking to you guys, and over like um, over the two games that he's played, McCaffrey's had an expected rushing yards of eighty four point two, and he's actually got an actual rushing yards of one hundred and fifty four. So he's like sixty one point eight yards above expected rushes wow. so far. Like the man's a machine. And to contrast that with Zeke. Um, who's played in two games, so admittedly I don't know how much of this was against the, the Niners, but I imagine it was a lot because he seemed to be getting stuffed every time he tried to go anywhere. He had an expected rushing yards um, of 92.5 over those two games, and he ended up with an actual amount of 53, which is negative 39.5. So he's been the least effectual running back in the playoffs so far. Uh, second best, though, and he's only played one game, Kenneth Gainwell. Kenneth for the Gainwell. Eagles. Yep. He's only expected to have had 50.9 rushing yards, but he has uh, 112, and that's from one game. Wow. So, <laughs> not bad going. Neither, neither's the uh, Russian D might need to watch out for Gainwell, as well as Sanders. Um, just, just, <laughs> just when you're talking about McCaffrey, Stu, I mean, like, you're right, I mean, what, what can what can the Eagles do to try and stop McCaffrey? I mean, he is he's absolutely lethal when it comes to yards after the catch as well. Yeah. Um, just talking about like stats and, and what, what McCaffrey's capable of. He's second overall in the NFL. He's got 710 yards this yeah. season in yards after the catch, the which catch. is yeah. unbelievable. You know, so if I'm Jonathan Gannon and I'm telling my defense, what do you have to try and do when it comes to McCaffrey? Is Stop the yards after the catch. You know, you yeah. have to have somebody on him. As soon as he's got the ball, you've got to take him down. You've got to hit him. You've got to stop that yards after the carry threat that he he possesses. Because the thing is, yeah, I was just going to say, the thing is, though, is like the genius of the Niners game plan is if you have either McCaffrey face, you can stop by the rush, you either pass it to him, like you're by dump offs, <laughs> yep, yep, or 
you can dump it off to Debo because they do that thing where they end up they split both of them and both of those yep. guys are absolute wizards with you know yards after the catch. So yep. the Eagles are going to need to stack the run defense pretty well here to try and cover this all off. But, yeah, well, obviously another yep. thing. Apparently, um, Eagles. I think one of the worst games this season was against the good old Packers and run run defense, even though we lost lost it. Um, and I think that Shanahan and Lafleur play a quite similar system in their in their running game. So it'll be interesting to see, mm-hmm. you know, like if they. Because it's so summer, whether they can counteract that now, sort of thing. Yeah. Even, it will um, be the standouts then from the, the, the Eagles defence then. Hayson Reddick, is he going to be the one that, that, that we're going to be looking yeah. at that's going to possibly be the one that will be able to stop that run? Um, he, or He needs to put the pressure on Purdy. I mean, he, he got one yeah. and a half sacks against the Giants, so he's got to get into Purdy's face. He's got to try and force him into making some of the rookie mistakes that you see mm-hmm. all too often with young quarterbacks. He hasn't really shown it so far. I mean, all credit to Purdy. He's been, he's been pretty good. He's, he seems to you know, be quite composed under pressure, but that that pressure's starting to ramp out. You're really you're starting to get to like the real business end now. This is the big game that's going to potentially take your team to the Super Bowl. So he's, he's very capable. He's not an elite quarterback, um, certainly not yet. Anyways, you know, first mm-hmm. first season and all that. Um, but the thing about Kel Shanahan and the way that he set up the system, he's probably got Purdy well drilled and executing just kind of short, maybe kind of mid range passes. He's not going to be taking big risks. But if you can get pressure on him, if you can try and force him into making those maybe rookie mistakes, but he's thinking, right, I need to yeah. you know get the ball away quickly. That's probably you know where there's an opportunity where they can try and take advantage a little bit. Um, you know, guys like Debo, guys like McCaffrey and Kittle, he's got an abundance of choice all around him to to get the ball away quickly. You know, these these guys are all excellent pass catchers. Not not to mention um, Brandon Ayuk as well. He's had over like a thousand yards this season as well. Daily. Yeah. Sorry, you, you can't just. He's just got so many potential options, and that's why this system is working so well, and why Purdy has slotted in so well into this 49ers team. Um, so, yeah. But that, if they that's the thing with Purdy. Yeah. They can try and yeah, get that's him, the thing with make him put under pressure. Yeah. yeah no, um, just going to say, with Purdy, he, he seems to make decisions in, uh, quickly and uh, he's decisive in that way that he doesn't look like a rookie. He looks comfortable in the position. Um, he, he, he's got not the strongest of arms, but he can throw a laser. We saw it last, last week. The one that Kittle juggled to, to manage to, to catch and that really set the the game off for them um i think McCaffrey was able to rush it in after that it'll need wee bits of bravery from him to be able to throw and as you said he's got plenty of options out there ayuk kettle uh, debo even McCaffrey can catch and, and run with the, the ball as well so fantastic um options for for the uh, brock party um but what about the eagles and let's turn our, our, our attention to them I've got to be honest, for the Eagles for being such a, a juggernaut this season, um, was it only two games they lost all season? Two, three? I think was it. Oh, um, are Eagles are 14-3. Um, 14-3, yeah. Three, yeah. Three, yeah. three games. I've not seen much of them. I've not had a chance to actually sit down and, and watch the game. They just seem relentless and they invested in their, their defence um, throughout the season as well, get that even stronger. Um their attack is just unbelievable. I'm really looking forward to this matchup. And 
the Eagles for me myself have not seen much of them. They're a bit of a an unknown quantity. So um, I really really looking forward to this matchup. Who's going to be their main men on uh, offense then, Liam? Who are you looking forward to to seeing? Well, I say I think AJ Brown's got to be see if he bounces back from his his lack of catches or, or as he put it. Um, but I've been quite. As much as he's in the wide receiver one, I've quite impressed, impressed with uh, Smith this season. He seems yeah. to be yeah. getting in, doing, doing the dirty work as well, making the catches as well. Um, so even though he's maybe not the headline player anymore in, in the wide receiver core, he's still, I think, it's been really nice to see him kind of step step up in the second season. Um, and then Goddard as well. Now he's back back in the mix. Another, another good outlet, I think. So yeah. again, he's definitely up there with one of the the top tight ends in the league now, so see ya. Yeah. Again, like... Great one-handed catch last, can, last week. Yeah, when you kind of ram it off, like, I know that we've kind of all said quite a lot, the, the 49ers have got some skill skill weapons, but Eagles are pretty stacked as well, really, all, all things considered. Oh, no, they definitely are. Yeah, I mean, for yeah. me, or I was just going to say, for me, I think the, the key for the Eagles, uh, going beyond wide receivers and tight ends, um, and even the, the rushing game with um, Sanders and Gainwell, it's offensive line because uh, they've been absolutely outstanding this year and that's been key to their success or maybe not key but like a big part of their success so seeing yeah. the other Kelsey and yeah. uh, the rest of the the guys in that O-line if they can stop Bosa that's maybe the other way to victory as well as if they can actually make a dent in that Niners defence um, the Eagles games I've seen this year unfortunately the first one I watched was the or kind of caught in full was the one they lost to the Commanders early on so I maybe had a weird a kind of strange view of them because I was going is this it? <laughs> but then I saw them the next week and uh, and after that and uh, I, then I very quickly got it but I would say yeah I agree with you Liam like um, Smith has been absolutely brilliant for them this year like AJ Brown obviously gets all, attracts all the headlines yeah everything but smith has been an absolutely fantastic wide receiver and he's obviously a young guy too so he's a guy i look forward to watching like for the next like you know what five ten years kind of thing however long he's playing in the league because he's yeah. going to be a superstar in his own right yeah he had a slow start to last season and then kind yeah. of second half of the season really started to settle into the system show why he was a heisman trophy winner and, and yeah. yeah he's been brilliant this year the, the eagles um as far as their quarterback goes with, with, with Hurts, yeah, he had the injury and his mobility maybe was questioned. If he can, we all know that, that Hurts is capable of, of rushing with the ball when he has to. Um, we said it last week about um, Josh Allen, uh, about like quarterbacks that have now gone out that needed to do more of the legwork. And I think for Hurts, that's going to be key in this game as well. He, he's going to have to try and do some of that legwork. There's going to be situations he's going to be in, put under pressure where he has going to have to try and get in the pocket, gain some yards to to get his team up the field. Because um, I said that the quarterbacks that we've seen and praised, uh, like Daniel Jones uh, against the Vikes, where he, he ran for 70-plus yards uh, as a quarterback, that's massive. And if Hutz can do that, then that's going to go a long way for the, for the Eagles in this game. Looking then ahead to the, the matchup, the two head coaches are incredible. Nick Sirianni in what his second season with the Eagles up against Kyle Shanahan. Is there any surprises you think or anything that you think that, that they are going to focus on? Maybe some weaknesses in the opposition 
that they'll be able to exploit. What do you think the first of all, Nick Sirianni, is there anything in the 49ers that he'll maybe focus upon? Uh, go for it. I, th- I think this. I think the forty nine secondary Keith is probably the maybe the the slight weakness there. Yeah. Um, yeah. If 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 Hertz can connect with AJ Brown and Devonta Smith and and make some of those big chunk plays, um, like against the Niners defense, guys like uh, Devonta Adams had seven catches and one hundred and fifty three yards and two touchdowns in week fourteen. They are vulnerable, so I would say try when you can to test that secondary. That that for me would be where I would say there's opportunity for the Eagles. Fantastic. What about uh, Shanahan? Where's he going to focus um, on exploiting in the, the Eagles then? I think he's just going to be mixing up all the time. You know what Shanahan's like? All those crazy plays he pulls off. So I think, as Stu was alluding to, I think there's going to be moving CMC and Debo all over the place. Um, and then Ayuk's just going to be the, the outlet, I think, and, and Kittle. I suppose Kittle's going to be in the... Have we even mentioned Kittle? I know. tight end called George Kittle. I hear, I hear he's pretty good. Purdy's <laughs> outlet as well, since he's been since he yeah. started, really. Um, so he's go to, like, uh, if he's struggling, to find, find, him, find someone open. So, yeah, I think I've, I've always quite liked Shanahan's offences when you watch them. They're always fun to watch, even as a... As a not as a as a neutral, I suppose, or um, just to see see what see what they do. So yeah, yeah, fantastic. In the comments section, uh, watching on YouTube, we've got Ross Sterling, studs, what of the hi uh, studs, the hi studs, studs is saying it's the Kelsey Brothers Super Bowl book it, and that for that to happen, <laughs> for that to happen, his beloved uh, Kansas City Chiefs would have to get past your Bengals to We'll move on to the AFC Championship matchup. Bengals um, are taking on the Chiefs at Burrowhead, I believe, this Sunday. Uh, you Burrowhead. know what? No, no, I'm not. I'm not the Chiefs. <laughs> you know what? I, as much as I, I have to say, I do love all the banter and the, the guys kind of, you know, going in there with the big balls and make their comments. Like you're hearing, like all oh, the Bengals players have all started calling it Burrowhead because he keeps beating them, and I'm like, well, we've only beaten them there once. The other two times were at home, so I mean, I don't know if we can quite call it Burrowhead yet, Uh, but okay, fair enough. That gets you fired up. And then I saw today Willie Gay um, had an interview, and uh, one of the the questions he got asked was, uh, the Chiefs Chiefs, uh, linebacker got asked, um, uh, so what what impresses you about the Bengals' offense? And his answer straight away was, nothing. Nothing (laughs) impresses me about it. There's nothing there. <laughs> we're just going to do our thing and we're going to stop them. So I, I kind of, I love all that stuff. Like heading into games, it's good to see that the players are fired up, and I take that to mean that both teams they're trying to play the head game thing. So they respect each other, and uh, I'm just hoping it's going to be a fantastic game. So it, I'm looking forward to it. I'm sure there'll be a bit of banter back and forth between me and studs as well during it, uh, as there should nah. be. <laughs> Look forward to it, look forward to it. Well, you're talking about the Bengals' offence, then. Well, let's start there. Mixing, um, Boyd, Chase, Higgins, there's so Post. many. I'd well mention the tight end, he's been fantastic for us this year. Yeah. I'm just working my way down the list there. Yeah, fantastic options, um, targets, weapons um, for Joe Burrow to, to pick upon, to choose upon. And he's been a real leader amongst men this year. It's just so cool. Um, and we saw that last week in the, the snow match in Buffalo. I thought he was incredible. Um, 
Liam, what did the did you did you see the match last weekend? And... Yeah, 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 yeah. No, it was, I think I it, was just... a, it was just a masterclass in, in how to to beat someone at their own game, really, in the in Buffalo. Uh, I'm really looking forward to this matchup. What you who are you most looking forward to? Who you think is going to be the key weapons there? I'm looking. For, I've, I've always had a soft spot for Higgins. I was quite like uh, Higgins. Yep. Obviously, Chase gets again. This was I'm picking all the receivers. The, the second, I suppose, our second receivers in inverted commas. Um, yeah. But yeah, obviously Chase gets all the headlines, but Higgins, I just think he's a man mountain of a wide receiver, isn't he? Just just plucks out of the air. And okay, again last week he didn't have maybe amazing stats on the uh, on the sheet, but he still made some. He made a really nice catch. I'm sure at the sideline, one one of them was an impressive catch that last weekend. Um, and as you say, Bud was just last week. You just you just knew where to put it. Just, no matter what the defense dialed up, it was like, yep, you do that, I'll do this. See you later. Carry on, sort of thing. So it was. It's going to be, it's going to be, in some ways I kind of gutted that, not gutted, well, we'll see how Mahomes is, but if he was full yeah. strength, a full, a full strength, no one can make any excuses again like last year and go right toe-to-toe at it sort of thing, but we, we shall see how it, how it plays out. Craig, you've had the pleasure of watching Justin Jefferson all season. Um, how do you feel Jamar Chase compares to him? Is he probably the, the only one in the league that could maybe would be pushing him for that wide receiver of the the year role. Um, you've got to say he's right up there. He's he's a standout wide receiver for the Bengals. He's been he's been fantastic. He's also pulled off some of the most ridiculous catches um, we've seen. You know, some of the the, the toe drag swag at the you know yes. uh, that, that we like that we like to see wide receivers. You know, the, the the slow motion replays. Did he get his toe drag? Yes, he did. He did. Um, <laughs> he's he's been absolutely brilliant. Um, the the Bengals are uh, they're a great team to watch, and when you've got Joey B thrown to you. Um, I mean, he he can put the ball anywhere. Um, you you look at Burrow, the the slow mo vid of him in the the warm up uh, in the Bills yeah. game where he does the wee three sixty <laughs> yes. spin and the the, the oh. perfect spiral going. To, I don't know if it was um, Higgins or who it was going. To, I don't know who was warming up in the sideline, but just just that video, just you know the way the way he does it, just looking like so cool doing it. Um, the, the, the next time we all get together, we're chucking a ball in the, the park or something. We're going to have to get like a slow-mo camera and see if we can replicate it. Um, I'm sure that is going to go fantastically well. Yeah. We'll Boys through Wendy's right? <laughs> into the river the next year. <laughs> um, but yeah, he's he's a yeah, fantastic wide receiver. And, and the, yeah, the, the Bengals as a whole have... Uh, they've got nothing to fear, I don't think, in this game. Why, why, yep. why should they have anything to fear? You know, they've been there last season. They've they've beaten the the, the Chiefs last year, uh, and 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 the warm up to this year. We might we might get a similar game to that this year. It might go to might go to overtime again. I don't I don't think it's necessarily going to be a shootout the way that maybe some people were predicting, especially because of Mahomes. With the you know all this week, all the talk has just been about what's happening with Pat Mahomes' ankle. Um, how, how is this high ankle sprain going to affect his performance? Is he going to be able to plant his foot? Is he going to be able to chuck the ball the way he normally would? Um, I'm sure that you know, the boys uh, in the earlier pod talked about it, you know, studs yeah. searching frantically about high ankle sprains on the internet. I'm sure he's now researched <laughs> it into such detail that he could probably yeah. call himself Ross Sterling MD, specialising in all things <laughs> ankle related. Um, you know, Ross Sterling MD, Mahomes doctor. Even if Mahomes is like in the videos, he, he looks as if he's 
reasonably mobile, right? But you know, with even if he's had all the tiger blood in the world pumped in him this week, maybe <laughs> actually t- tiger blood's maybe not a good. Um, good <laughs> so I, I don't know, drag dragon blood. I, I don't know. Yeah. Like dragon anyway, soup. If, dragon soup, right? Pump him full of dragon soup, <laughs> not tiger blood. But sorry, no matter how good you. <laughs> I'm no looking for a sponsor. Sponsored <laughs> <laughs> by. Um, no matter how good his treatment is going to be this week, they're, they're going to be testing that ankle. They're going to be trying to have a wee, <laughs> uh, a, a wee, a wee, a wee nudge into it, maybe. Like how, how's, how's the strap on that ankle part? Test uh, it. What's it? Test the face mask. Test the ankle. Test the ankle. Stuart, what about you? Last week you had me so convinced that your your defense and um, oh, the O-line, yeah. O-line, sorry, O-line was, was so um, bereft of uh, players because of injuries and, and that, that actually I think I tipped the, the Bills. Um, <laughs> you did, and also, uh, that was our, um, I think that was one of our best, like by the numbers, O-line performances of the entire <laughs> season. So I'm like, I'm like, what do I know? Like, <laughs> what does anybody know? Like, every single analyst going into that game was going, well, the story of this game is going to be like, how does the Bengals O-line hold up? And they never seem to have any trouble at all. Um, I will say, though, to put those same kind of doubts back in there that I did last week, those guys like Jackson Carmen, who, uh, you know, he had a fantastic game last week and I really want him to do well because I'd love for that draft pick to work out. Um, he really struggled last time we played against the Chiefs or every single time he's played the Chiefs he's had a hard hard time so he does well in run protection he does not do well in pass protection so for me I think the Chiefs are going to come straight after him and they're going to go after Adenogy as well who also struggled last time he played the Chiefs too Um, so yeah I'll just put those same doubts straight back out there and say our old line's probably going to get shredded <laughs> and then hope that, hope that I'm reverse cursing it <laughs> like last week. <laughs> <laughs> what about your D then? Um, who's going to be standing out there? Um, it was he, Eli Apple's going to make up for last season's uh, Super Bowl performance. Um, who, who's going to be the, the star men for your D this week? Uh, usual suspects, to be honest. I think it will be DJ Reader, uh, Logan Wilson and Hendrickson, even with his broken wrist. If Mahomes is lacking a bit of mobility, then you're going to see Hendrickson coming after him really hard. Uh, and DJ Reader is going to be doing his best to try and also smash through that line, but also get in the way of Pacheco. Uh, Pacheco is the guy I really worry about, being totally honest, on the Chiefs' side, because that guy's like Grease Lightning. He's so fast when he gets going, and he also has a bit of that angry runner in him where he can just smash yes. through. But, yeah, definitely. He was what, 95 yards he got in the last game. He's... Um, yeah, he he's going to be a massive threat, definitely. I, I, I like I watching him, him, even as, you know, yeah. even though he's a chief. I love watching Pacheco, but he's really grown on me this year. Yeah, I was reading Pacheco exactly. uh, eight games out of the last ten. He's had at least eighty yards from scrimmage. Um, and not surprise me. Yeah, he's he is a massive threat. Yeah, Pacheco's especially if Mahomes to say is if he's a wee bit less mobile, maybe not throwing it so much. If they can lean in Pacheco and he can get those, you know, yards per carry. He was, he was averaging just just under eight yards per carry on, on twelve carries wow. last yep. time out. So that's decent. You know, if you can get that it's on your first time with Pacheco, that is <laughs> yeah. it's more than decent exactly. So. Um, including I had a 39 yarder as well they ripped up when uh, when Chad Henney was in and don't be surprised, Chad Henney he's going to be practicing a lot this week because 
I wouldn't be surprised if you know, Mahomes aggravates something. You yeah. have to put Henny mm-hmm. back in there, so he'll be taking loads of snaps, and you might they might have to be quite patient then. You know, cause if you've got Henny, then that 98 yard 12 uh, play drive that they did, that might be the kind of you know the, the kind of tactic they're going to have to go for here. They're going to have to maybe be patient. They're going to have to just, you know, short, short yeah. passes and, and lean on the eat run the a little bit more. Eat the clock. Exactly. So might not be the, the, the shootout that we're hoping for. It could be more, you know, chew, chewing clock and then pretty tight. Henny, Henny, he's going to have to drop on that, like you said, that 98-yard drive that he did. That's going to stand him in good stead if he is going to be called upon. But just building he's... on what you're saying about Isaiah Pacheco coming in, again, he's just like a, like a Walker the the third at, um, the Seahawks, you've not really missed Clyde Edwards-Hilaire since he's been injured because Pacheco has come in and, and really taken the burden upon himself. And I love how Studs goes on about him being that angry, angry runner. And he really is. Oh, is. Um, <laughs> so quick, so quick to find the space and, and just burst through as well. Um, the run game for the, the Chiefs is going to be pivotal, I think, to the... Uh, to if they're going to win the match this week, Liam, what about yourself? Can I come to you then for um, what about the wide receivers and the, the tight end? What, what targets well, there should be? Well, t- tight end is a tight end, isn't it? For, for the tight end, the tight end. <laughs> yes, the wide, so, wide receiver and tight end, yeah, yeah. yeah pretty much. Isn't he? So, <laughs> obviously, yeah, yeah, he's gonna be all over this game, isn't he? I think if Mahomes is hobbled in any way, it's gonna be Kelsey all the way. I don't know how many targets he got last week, it was like. Was it? 14 or something. Was it 14, yeah. 15? Yeah. It was a record, wasn't it? Yeah. So, which I suppose, again, that we're talking about going back to the awards, it's, we're saying, like, it's impressive how more homes has managed to do with the wide receiver core. As much as I've got Juju and Tony now in MVS, yes. they've done they've done all right. They've done had their moments, but you know they've not been probably consistent. You probably say maybe. So so yeah, I think it's going to be a heavy heavy dose of Kelsey, um, and I think they seem to be trying to scheme Tony open open a lot or trying to get some plays for him some scripted yes. plays last weekend so I think there'll be some more of that in the mix as well there's a studs hitting out with uh, anything as possible <laughs> from last year and I mean I, I guess we actually better not forget that Henning is he's actually um he's already won a playoff game so remember he, he beat the Browns a few years ago Brian's beloved Browns was so. that was that when was that not when the Mahomes had his uh, tough toe yeah, he had. Yeah, it was either that or a ankle injury again. I Aye, I think it may have been. That was what a couple of years ago. But yeah, no, I remember Brian being very upset about missed calls and things like that. <laughs> <laughs> Usual weekend then. So. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what about the head coaches then? Uh, bring this uh, to a head then. Zach Taylor. Um, what's he going to do that could maybe surprise Andy Reid's side? What, what the? What's the? The weaknesses in other teams that you think they're going to try and exploit. Zach Taylor, where's, where's he going to get his guys to, to aim for then? Stu, what are you thinking? I think maybe try and not fall for any of the wacky things that Kansas City are going to throw <laughs> into the game. Because I think especially with a Mahomes, if he's not 100% mobile, I think there's going to be even more of those weird, crazy plays that the, the Chiefs like to... You mean they're not going to do a ring around the roses? Uh, <laughs> I mean, you might not be able to do the ring around. He'll be the maypole in the middle. <laughs> Whilst they all ring around him. No, like, the Chiefs, you never know what Andy Reid's going to do because uh, the guy is an absolute genius. So, um, yeah, I think Taylor just needs to not get sucked into playing his game. 
and uh, you know Luana Rimo, uh, my absolute hero and god when, uh, of defensive coaching now. Uh, I'm going to be so sad when he leaves the Bengals. I think really the work's going to be cut out for him. He's he's going to need to do what he did, dial up something like he did against the Bills because that was an absolute masterclass. Last week he just took away everything from the Bills and he just left them with nothing. So if we can do that with the Chiefs, that would also be great. But uh, just one last thing on Mahomes and the injury. I hope he's actually fine. Like uh, I'm not one of these guys that's like going into the game saying I don't want to play Mahomes. If the Bengals are finally going to win a Super Bowl, I want there to be no doubts, no asterisks against this or anything. I want us beating the best of the best on on the way to the final and you know in the final as well because we'll just never hear the end of it for the Steelers or the Browns fans if we were to win and it's like oh well you know we were playing Mahomes with half a leg like I want to see Mahomes yeah. chucking it for three hundred and fifty yards. Like, I I I want Mahomes on the the on the field. I think I want him on the field purely because I don't know want want him up um, watching the the match up with Jackson and Brittany because okay, that sorry. looks TikTok will blow off. What you saying, Reds? Anyway, guys, I think that's pretty comprehensive. Um, look ahead to the to the matches um, that are going to be. As we said, it's going to be an incredible finale. I think we can all agree that this is the four best teams for the full season um, playing for the, the chance to go to the Super Bowl. Um, usually when it gets to things like the, the Football World Cup, Champions League, the semi-finals are the, the real stars of the show. Um, I'm thinking this could might be the, the, the same here. Whatever two make it through, it's going to be an incredible matchup in the Super Bowl. And I'm just hoping that the, the championship matches... Um, live up to the the hype that we've got. I hope the players aren't too nervous and that they're going to be absolutely on firing on all cylinders. Yeah. I'll tell you somebody who's been firing all cylinders. Cylinder. In fact, it's all three of you guys have been firing all cylinders. Um, <laughs> We're a well-oiled machine. <laughs> well-oiled, lubricated. Liam, thank you very much. I hope you've had a, a wonderful time. Um, really enjoyed your input, mate. No, it's been good. It's, been, it's good to have a chat. So it's been good, and looking forward to it. As you say, it's gonna be it's gonna be a fun weekend. Well, I'd, I'd be remiss uh, not to get your predictions, Liam. Who are the two that's going through to the Super Bowl for you? So uh, I'm going for well, Bengals. I'm going, going for the Bengals in the AFC. Well, thank you. you. You're welcome. <laughs> and I'm I'm really torn with the the second uh, with the Fort Niners and Eagles. I was I was sure the Fortnite were going to make it, but I I've kind of funny sneaky feeling it's going to be the Eagles, to be honest. I get through. Oof. Eagles, it is then. Um, Craig, I'll come to you. Uh, I'm going for. I'm going to go for the Bengals win against the Chiefs. Sorry, studs. I think I think the Chiefs is going to be a classic. But I'm going for the Bengals. Going to go for them, and I'm going to go for yeah. I'm going Eagles as well. Oof. Didn't see that coming. Right, Stu, what's, what's going to happen? Say it is right. Uh, I'm going to go with the, the Chiefs. No, I'm kidding. I'm going with the Bengals. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I have to go with the Bengals. Bengals, uh, they're going to make the final. And you know what? I was going to say Eagles, but I'm not going to. I'm going to say Niners. And then the Niners are going to beat us. And it'll be the third time that that's happened. Because <laughs> our two 80s uh, Super Bowls were Eagles Bengals, and uh, we both we lost both of those. <laughs> so, there you go. Nothing, nothing like a little bit of history repeating. 
It's a great, <laughs> great, uh, <laughs> great team. Um, we have a forgotten name. James Bond oh, theme song. Yeah. Theme. Oh, yeah, Shirley Bassey. Shirley there we go. I was sitting there going, I can't Shirley. Shirley, Shirley Bosa. Shirley <laughs> Bosa. <laughs> we're still doing names. That would be the title of this podcast. Um, I'll tie my, my, my colours to the mask then. I'm going to go for... I'm going to go for Bengals, I think. Everybody's doing Bengals. Oh, this is so man. worrying for me. It's going to be Everything's just been oh, going too well for Pat Mahomes. Everybody seems to be training fine. I think something's going to happen in the game. He's just not going to be quite able to make it through. Uh, I'm going to go for yeah, Bengals Niners for me as well. Bengals Niners for me. Um, the Niners have just really impressed me. Purdy, I think, is wonderful. Um, and it's hard to say that as a Seahawks fan. But... I'm going to go, yeah, Bengals, Niners as well. So that's our predictions. We'll make sure we change them when it comes to the end of the weekend. Predictions with an asterisk. <laughs> I call four teams are winners anyway at this stage. Like, you know, that's the way to look at it. <laughs> <laughs> that's Jackson Mahone platter, that. Hey, Stu, thank you very much. I've had a wonderful time with you. That's uh, I, you're most welcome, and I've had a wonderful time with you boys as well. Thank you so much for having me on board again. Great, Smudger. Enjoy the weekend. Um, looking forward to the, the matches. I hope you have a great time, and thanks very much for for taking part tonight. Cheers, Keith. You too. And thanks very much for listening. Um, you can get in touch with us uh, on Twitter at Gridiron Crew. We're also on Instagram, uh, Grid underscore Iron underscore Crew. Just search for us there. We're going to be on Twitter, Instagram, uh, Facebook. We'll be doing lots of uh, build-up for the the Super Bowl when it comes, but we'll get to that when it when it happens. Just now, enjoy the Championship weekend. Look forward to some great matches, and we'll be back with you on Monday. Thanks very much for listening. Mm-hmm.